Culture Podcast with Alaska, Curly Castro, and Silverado. Um, all right, so ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, call out cultists across the planet, across the galaxy, in the new galaxy of Peridia, mm. like Ashoka Tano. That's fire. Welcome. Where the space to whales go to culture. die. Space whales go Where to the die. Space whales go to die. So. Uh, what the, the pergle, fuck are you nervous about? The pergle, pergle go to die. That was amazing. That whole shit. You don't even know, man. What? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I fell yeah. asleep violently. Yeah. So, sorry, we don't have a, a half hour to talk about the Flash movie that nobody saw. But you know, <laughs> is it what you saw the best, the best DCEU movie of all? Got it. Not yeah. Flash. So the, not, being the not, best DCE movie is like being the. Jets. It's not the, the best. It is problems. <laughs> it's not the best. It's the yeah. Mark Sanchez of Jets quarterbacks. <laughs> It's the Zach Wilson. Of, it still counts. It still DC counts. Movies. It did look pretty, but it counts. Okay, yeah, a win is a win. Is what you're saying? Yeah. Listen, man. I'm listen. My my favorite Bears quarterback ever is Kyle Orton. I get it. I've yeah. been there, bro. You said you said you ground and pounded. Strong defense. Nine nine six win. Dude, twelve for fifteen. When is that going to happen? Yards. That's Last all I need. Last time I looked, it was thirty to ten. Oh, that was a bad one. Yeah. Oh man. But but then the, the week before the it was 20, 22 to 16 in our favor. So we were we'll living off that weird old that roof for underdogs. Yeah. I back mean up, that backup energy. Cowboys are looking good though. They're looking like they might be the real deal. They've been whipping teams too. They've never in a row. been to, I've not, I haven't watched football actively in over five to six years. And the Cowboys have always never looked like the real deal. No, they do this year. Though. Even when they had Ezekiel, they, ain't they he gone? Where's he's he? gone, yeah. He's on the fucking he's on the Patriots now getting two yards of carry. Yeah, Eagles fucking slapped wow. him out. Yeah, he sucks. He he's been suck. washed for a little while. But yeah, what are you gonna do? So so gonna... ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna jump into another blind spot episode. We know that you've enjoyed the blind spots. We've done Tony Touch, his peacemaker, the Beat Nuts musical massacre. We did Blase Blas. I forgot the name of the album. Blah blah blah. Blah blah blah. blah, blah. blah. All right. Perfectly yeah. titled for the you. Bob Bob Blah Blah. Totally blah, forgettable blah. too. That was the whole yeah. point. It, yeah, it really Chill. was right. Chill. So so today we are going to jump into get away 2013... from my damn sneakers. That's not the name of the album. It would be a great name for an album though. Um, we're going to jump into the 2013 album from the Doppelgangers called Hark. Dop hop. Dop hop. Smang life, living that smang life. Smang life, yeah, that's um, a good one. <laughs> so I, I've been a fan of this record for a long time, but for you guys, this is a relatively new record. I think it kind of fell under a lot of people's radars because it dropped in 2013, which was kind of right around the time yeah. where like we were coming out of that late 20 or late 2000s haze, yep. where you know people were like, "Oh man, everything kind of sucks," and right before we hit those sort of like renaissance period where people were like, "Oh shit, everything's great." How do you feel that this album would have been received if it was dropped in like 04 or 22? Well, I got a better reverse question because I want to do this first. Okay. Alaska, are you a fan of this record or of this group? Uh, more the record than the group, to be honest with you. Okay. Fair yeah. I, I do. I do like the group and I like that they've created their own universe, but I haven't really explored much more beyond this and Peace Kid, which is our next record. All right. Zilli, you can yeah. go. Um, okay. That's a great question. I think if... They would have dropped, you said in 04 first? Yeah, 04 or 22. Like one okay. of those areas where like shit was popping and everybody was loving everything. Yeah. I think if they would have dropped in 04, they would have yeah, been I'll like the, 04. They would have been like 
It would have been a goth version of Cool Kids, cool kids. where it was like the cool '90s grimy fascination, and that time was also like the first wave of artists being referential to the past rap. Mm -hmm. So like little I got brother, a bet. I got a good one too. Uh, yeah, and then even um, what was it like Cooley High? They were kind of like harkening back to like mm -hmm. Native Tongue a little bit. So well, yeah, definitely Native Tongue leaning. Yeah, so yeah. that that would I think that would have really clicked off in 04 even bigger. And then I think if they would drop now, I think they they would still do well. I think they, I think like, I think their space is there for them. They basically have like this a similar career to what they started in 2013. Like I think mm -hmm. now there's more people having discussions about that type of shit as it's hitting, yeah. Versus like having to build it up, build it up, build it up, which is what I feel like they did. Um, I was I had a very vague understanding of them i just kind of looked at them as like oh they're kind of like a 90s harvard core thing and i didn't really pay them any mind uh, was it a cloak? The show with them. yeah so mm -hmm. when we did the show we could talk about that later but when we did the show with them it kind of made it snapped snapped in my mind that was well, like 2017. <clears throat> if we go back into the 90s they they're very beat nuts leaning in the terms yeah. of like the production is important so there's instrumental tracks there's beat switches with his instrumentals at the end of songs good call the, songs the instrumentals yep so it's like beat nuts. But as far as lyrical and in the old in the arts in the 04 lane, I would think more like um mood. Mm. Oh, okay. Mood and swollen members. Yeah. The duo with the alternating voice voices and a specific production. I can't even remember who Swollen Members producer was. I always forget. Um it was early on, it was like um Alchemist did shit, evidence. Evidence. That they had some dude named um uh, like I'm Rob. trying to think who was the in in house guy. It was yeah, it was like, but it, as far as like whole battle axe mood, thing, it was um oh excuse me, jeez, like high tech. tech. Right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, a lot of high tech. And then they also had an in house guy, Jason. Yeah, and it, it, that was a little hearkening, especially around that millennial two thousand artist um holding on strong to that late nineties raucous um blueprint, and right. artists were still able mm -hmm. to you know pay some bills with that music still chocolate industries was out game recordings and stuff was yep. still around you know all those things that were giving you those one-offs they were still giving you that quote-unquote tried and true boom bap and right. um their sound felt i felt like it could fit especially i was into mood really big so that whole thing and the introduction of quality and the high tech beats um today i feel they, they would slot in be a little bit like uh maybe currency jet life Mm. stuff I'm not, I'm not super familiar but i'm just thinking of like just you know working duos you know what i'm saying but yeah. I, to me i think their biggest thing is that they're um the value they lay on production them, them mm -hmm. producing and then giving production space on the record yeah yeah i mean I, as, also, as, uh, real, real quick yeah, just sparked my, my brain when he said mood i got heavy styles of beyond first album vibes okay. yeah, like two people with kind of different voices right um, and then the first styles beyond that was like spies they were talking about like being a spy and shit mm -hmm. so it was like it was like a very specific thing of content to the record and then a, a lot little, of those beats were like up tempo like dramatic my shit. favorite cali agents yeah that type of thing i can't but again it would with cali agents had like dj spinner maybe an 88 key i'm trying to think I, of production i forget who did all their joints. i'm trying to think of their stuff i can't remember right now yes yeah, so anyway let's go i'm sorry i was gonna say as as a, a person from uh an interracial duo myself i'm quite fond of them um you know <laughs> <laughs> family. 
Let's yeah, talk they, about that. They they brought me Let's right in with the, with uh matter of fact brought me right in with the very first line of the record where he's like when he's not engaged with Femme Dom with his friend's mom, he's trying to get this brother E to drop some end bombs. Yeah, <laughs> like, but but just for clarity, EP yeah. is the gravelier voice one, and matter no, the gravelier voice no, one is Matt. It, no, it's not. It's the other way around. Because he said, so? yeah, yeah. Because I did the actual song. One of my favorite songs on the record. He says the EP hit him with it, and then the gravelly voice guy comes on. Because now the, the first dude that sets it off is Matter of Fact. That sounds like a little bit like Lyft, like vocally. It's the other way around. The clearer no, voice not, one G. is Matter of Fact. It I'm is. telling you, it's not. I'm t- I, well, there's a song that says an EP set it off, and then the gravelly voice guy comes. Yeah, on. but EP might have just been doing the beats. Okay. It yeah. Ah, uh, good call. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So no, but it's it's definitely like I've I've sat with these dudes enough that I know that okay, matter cool. of fact is I a, I uh, just a shout out to them. Yeah. I did this to uh pen pals for the longest. I thought Bobby Noble was swell. Yeah. Swell was Bobby Noble for like the longest. And then when I would hear their voices, I would do the phases. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's yep. reverse. And yeah. I first did that. When did I first do that? This is something what I do with duos a lot of times. I think I first did that with Conway and West Side Gun. Mm. I had Ooh. their voices and faces switched. Um, Cannibal Ox. Yeah. Before I saw oh. saw them, I had their names and like voices kind of switched until I saw them because I just thought Florida was like the lighter voice one. Yep. I, I tend to do yeah. that. Word. So yeah, I mean, I think that um, there's like one of the things I think really makes this group a strong group is like being able to start your record off like that. It yeah. shows like the level of their friendship Good and point. like how tight they are as like people with one another beyond even just musicians right which i think is always helpful for a group yeah it's um, and, and I, I do think to castro's point i couldn't and i was texting you like who's who with the voices yeah. but that, that that hit me with styles of beyond when i was first checking them i'm like which one's ryu which one's talk mm-hmm. but i'm 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 digging their the whole voices record. are real similar talk and ryu a little bit well more. these dudes to me were i, I couldn't separate you know, i, could, I, couldn't I hear the, i heard the um i mean i guess this is this is real deep dual shit but i guess same way with me and prem or lucid mm-hmm. and woods yeah no people people think it's one person yeah no yeah well they're just like that's ridiculous I, yeah. people think it's one damn person both yeah. ones, and they don't even bother and 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 it's so distinct it's you know so it's like, distinct it's very it's distinct wild. like in terms of like style alone is different Pocket. and the then pockets the are totally yeah, different. Like, yeah. it's we, almost no. like are you even listening or are you just right. saying, you, like you get this, to that cool you right. get to that part. Yeah. But then they could tell all the D12 members apart. Man, come on, yeah. give me a break. <laughs> yeah. On. I can't tell them apart. <laughs> you, you know, you know, bizarre, the door. look at you. you no, know I just it. know yeah. Bizarre. I don't know the rest. <laughs> you know, every Killer Army member, you know, all of them. It, that was had, a struggle. That was a struggle. At first, I knew all I That's got. Red Nine, Shogun. Killison was on that like really Killison really stood out. Then PR Terra stood out for me. And it's like Beretta, Shogun, they all just Shogun. Beretta and Shogun, they I couldn't yeah, tell them why, yeah, but they have different yeah. styles though. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm working. What are you doing? You better not press a button that does anything on it. Trying to get on camera. So you press the caps lock. There you go. Wants you, wants you to yell. No, she's my main type. pet that turns on the air conditioner in the middle okay. of the night. Scares the hell out of me. She That's steps fire. on. She always presses the remote when she walks on the couch. She always <laughs> steps on the remote. Never fails. Never fails. That's awesome. And right now she just unplugged the mic. Okay, good. Good work. Yeah. Um, so I don't know for me, like their their music brings me back to like a period in my life of like the mid 20-year-old scumbag. Yeah. Who's okay. like just trying to to bag up stats with women, 
Yeah. You know, out there drinking too much, being like broken, just struggling to get by, probably living in less than ideal housing situations. Isn't that your get busy committee? Z, Z, and that yeah. Your... The whole yeah. record's about that. I love it. Yeah. So, Shouts to, yeah. Go ahead. So, does this like, for you guys personally, does this bring any, any, any memories back to you? And if so, how? Like, for not, me, it's like, it's so like, not you know, directly. It's funny that you take that because y'all music makes me think of that. Okay. Mid 20s, scumbag, yeah. drunk. Yeah. Um, I mean, because but... that's kind of what we were. But it's so like, it's there's a line about like a shorty with like the baggy, the baggy thong and, oh, and but the here, thick but, ankles. Yes. Yeah. But like I feel like all it, like, again, this is duo legacy. Or Beat Nuts were definitely talking about shorties. True. Um, yeah. Fucking Black Sheep yeah. were definitely talking about shorties and bagging shorties. So sometimes, Certain duos, like the whole Liquid Crew thing, that was pit and parcel, if you yeah. will. Now, I'm yeah. not familiar with doppelgangers enough to know that, okay, they do that as well. But that duo trope is there. Yeah. Um, Peter Guns and Lord Tariq, you know, like across the room, bagging yep. shorties and tag team yep. and shorties. Like, yeah. that's, a, that's a big thing. A big um, thing so with Crew. That's a big but thing to me, crew. the thing that's different about them is they don't glamorize it, right? They're not pretending yes. that they're bagging, like, bottle hostesses. Okay. Yes. They're bagging, like, checkout chicks. <laughs> <laughs> that are like 40 C- years CBS old, you know, with skin managers. tags. Yep, yep. Shorty good. <laughs> got a got a thin hag with some skin tags type shit. Oh. <laughs> that's rough. That's a rough. Yeah. yeah, that's that's um it reminds me of that line Saigon says on Come On Baby. He's like, if everybody's bagging tens, who's getting these ugly bitches pregnant? <laughs> like that's exactly. Like, <laughs> exactly. And and somebody then it's like you kind of think of it like you you see all these rappers talking about how they're pulling like the finest shorties. And then oh, always you Don't see, rapper, get you see their partners and you're like, okay, you're just like the rest of us. Like you're finding, but not even really ugly like, chicks. They don't not even, even ugly. Rappers, they're just right. Rappers don't get with regular chicks. Like, yeah, regular they're just chicks. very regular people. Like the rest of us have yep. jobs. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's always kind of interesting. And I appreciate the, the sort of. Oh, not Kanye. Kanye yeah. goes. For oh yeah. Yeah. He's all about wow. the aesthetic. Well, I'm, when, when I'm just home girl from uncut gems. I was like, I was hating. I was like, wow, that's like, he definitely goes for the aesthetic. Like that's just crazy, man. But are you obligated? Is Leo can Leo date somebody normal? Or does he have to date like a starlet or my man John Ham? He's, he's been with he's been with the same chick for like seventeen years. I like how no, George they got Clooney divorced, did. Joe. Oh, oh, yeah. I like I like how Clooney did it. He did yeah. it late. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Do do your heartthrob stuff first. Yeah, and then um. Yeah, but, but he um, he also always dated age appropriate. Whereas who, like Leo is kind of yeah, yeah, he's wild. What well, Leo's wild? Yeah, who yes, was um Charlie Sheen? Was he he was with Starlets right? He was oh, with yeah. Denise Richards. He's been, I mean, he was with a ton of stuff. Denise Richards. Like, he's Denise been with Starless. He's, he's the yeah. type. He would date that whole yeah. group. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. The one, yeah. the one I just saw someone tweet, like the Ray J dating pool. Yeah. He goes which he is goes like Whitney Houston. Yeah, he goes Kim hard Kardashian. He's pulled like, and the guy was like, he has no discernible skill except just being Ray J. Yeah, just yeah. kind of. Like, because the singing is not the best and acting is just, I'm Ray J singing. I'm Ray J. It's how he differentiated himself from just being Brandy's brother. He did, right. and he, he like, worked yeah. on it. I give Ray yeah, that show because for the longest club. he would, you know, and and he didn't mind doing the coattails either. So yeah, yeah I'm Ray J's brother, and I don't want you it. to call me that, but I'll be on a show. Yep. Yeah, I, 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 you know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever thing she got cracking, I'll, I'll, I'll pop up. He on dated, that. he dated Whitney Houston, Lil Kim, Kim Kardashian, Pamela Anderson, yeah. one chick from Seven O Two, Tierra Marie, and Superhead. <laughs> Oh, and speaking of um, that's every superhead. Wow, I forgot about superhead. speaking of Pamela Anderson and Whitney yeah. Houston. Yeah, um, yeah, one, one of them, them. One of them passed away. Um, I saw that. Yeah, um, Irish. 
Um, that's who. And, that's who he we dated. He dated yeah, Irish. She passed away. And the, and the irony, not irony, but her twin sister Orish died some years back. She was Jesus. sick, and the only one left is the other sister was in the group because oh the, the old the older sisters in the group. So Wait, yeah, so they were all sisters? Not all of them. So there was two of them were sisters, and oh, then okay. a third girl. But the the, wow. the brown skin one is the oldest sister of Irish, who's Irish. the light skin fair fair um like soft features one. Yeah. She had a twin sister named Orish that died some years what? back from an illness. Like ten years or so back, and so that's when me and my friend were talking about the cycle Damn. of that. Yeah, and now She's the older years sisters old. probably Rest yeah they're young and they don't say what it was. So maybe this is the same disease that her sister had wow. and just got her a little later or whatever like that. Irish yeah. Grinstead, I would never know that's an R and B singer's name. Mm -hmm. Irish no. Grinstead, and they and they were they were like, like but they were a flash in the pen. Seven oh two and and shouts to them and you know rest in peace to her. it was like one of those groups where they had a couple of good joints but you where think are my girls at but you think there's more material yeah. than there is you yeah. think there's like three or four albums but there's only like one I think you know what I mean yeah. dude that song it, yo, it was that like song was fucking everywhere it was oh, kind of a record label cash grab like building off the Destiny's Child model exactly yes. and they yes. were, and what was good about 702 if you look they popped up on the parkers and yeah. moesha they yep. did the um sitcom appearances yeah and they yeah. would pop up because they were like yeah yeah, yeah. yeah like, um, like like tlc a... remember how tlc used to do that early on yeah i was TLC gonna say was very much movies. how escape was like the the oh, sort of yep. generic version of tlc yep yeah outside yep. of candy who wrote like every major song you've ever heard in your life yeah, like like yeah. uh where my girls at could be a destiny's child song it could Definitely. be a Maya yep. song yeah oh you remember my my crew was the, um, it could be anybody promises song. promises was that group what's that name oh man not not black brownstone what no 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 yeah. black was the um the tlc derivative remember is it the that? one yeah. that with the two like they i don't it know if they were twins lw it was like yeah two yeah 3LW. Oh, right? okay. that's that's promise but then there was also this other group called black spelled bl a Q U E, yeah, yeah. And they were like prodigies under yeah. Left Eye. Left one of them, Eye, yeah. yeah, one of yeah. them, and one of yeah. one of them died too. Oh man, Jesus Christ, yeah, yeah man, yeah. this is rough. Yeah, oh. it's, it's being it's being an artist is almost like being a pro wrestler, man. Yo, yeah. it, 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 and it gets, they, they have the same lifespans. Yep, like yeah. uh, and because I mean we don't talk about it, but like celebrity is not as it's not so laid back, and you're always on vacation with your feet up. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of expended energy mentally physical yeah. and people get sick and they go and they, they do yeah and, 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 and you're often in not healthy environments because you think that's the least physically right. strenuous job let's yeah. say that makes oh, no. money like yeah. it's not like playing baseball right. or climbing my or you know but there is strenuous na yeah. nature to it and mentally it wears them down you, oh yeah you get worn yeah. down Physically playing all those too. different I mean, characters yeah oh doing doing all those things to your body like oh, yeah christian bell i know i hope he lives long but christian bell has done certain things to his body 50 cent has mm -hmm. done things to his body for certain roles yeah they go in yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. all right so i'm a big fan of like the way that they create images in the economy of the words to me it's like similar to Ghostface. like mm -hmm. when you listen to scary hours how like he just says a line about somebody you know their whole life yeah right so like when matter of fact says oh you mean shorty with the bow veil and the painted skin because she got no pinky toenail you know everything about that that person now based off yeah. of that description right yeah you know everything yes. about them you've known that person in your life so what are your impressions on the writing style on this album and the way the two mcs sort of get their thoughts across and, the, and their opinions across hmm. i think uh like like um sugar on it yeah that's my I jam
Yeah, where it's like they the way these dudes work, I feel like these are guys that were smart enough to be a duo only. Mm-hmm. They don't do features like that. They're not out doing all these solo records and coming back. I think they both get stronger having, you know, one verse each or one sixteen, one sixteen, two eights. Like mm-hmm. how and how they come across. Like there's moments on there where the, it reminds me a little bit too of Leak Brothers, where it's like to your point about the environment of people that they rap about is like some shit I don't want to really be around at this point in my life. You know what yeah, I mean? Right, I don't right, want right, to be right. at like a CDS grimy hotel or yeah. motel off Aramingo Ave. Like that's gross. But I've been in those places. So when yeah. they when they put you in them spots, it's like like the production's so dope because it's big bass big drums and the writing is like um it's very precise in a duo versus i feel like some of the beat nuts stuff that you're saying about castro earlier was like the beat nuts a lot of the records were like we're wilding we're intoxicated demons we're devils like Mm what like they really stuck their chest out and leaned it's almost like a beastie boys like frat guy vibe with some of the, the beat nuts whereas i feel like these dudes are the songs are everything's thought out like everything is very well it's a very professional record you know what i mean it's not like wild like like i said it's not like it's not like wild like leak brothers where them dudes were really wilding the fuck out like, where, lyrically i get the cool this is where i get the cool kids mm-hmm. like the lyrical yes. choices Cor- and the call. way they the way they roll out the verses and, and then like each one of them takes a different approach verse wise on every song 
Hmm. And that's a that's a cool kids type trait. Like, you know, Mikey, you know what I'm saying, you know, Chuck. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But they're a duo tried and true. Now, they did the opposite of what it was talking about. Like they didn't just stay a duo, they branched out and did different right. things. But right, I, yeah. right. They put out a lot of deviation. Shit. That's a deviation. Yeah. So so because I was going to ask this later on, but since we've talked about it a little bit, like, what do you feel their lineage, like the lineage of their rapping style is? Like, for me, I hear, mm. I heard the beat nuts. Yeah. I hear J-Zone. Like okay. that sort yes. of like, Good you call. know, young scumbag rap shit. Yes. And Doom a lot because of like the use of third person when they're describing I'll, I'll go Cali, Cali Agents, a little more rascal mm-hmm. than Planet Asia. But mm. but that that type of um steady blue collar rap. Yeah, you don't, you don't, them yeoman's verses like you mm-hmm. gonna get sixteen bars of this, you know, this purity, and and that yeah. that that's to me that's Cali agents. Like they, 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 there's never no simp on any verse. I know a lot of people aren't super familiar with them, but I'd be Rasco on Planet Asia. Yeah, and um, but they just Cali agents were like workmen's comp. They clock in, they clock in, they give you an album, they clock out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yes. They're gonna give you a full day of work. They're gonna give you a certain amount of hooks, beats. And that's what this record seems like. It's harkening from, my, you know, derivative of, especially mm-hmm. in the 2010s after, you know, Cali Agents was all in the 2000s, the late 90s yeah. and shit. But that type of um, clock-in work, like, I'm pretty sure their fan base knows they're going to get solid work every go-round, no matter if they're doing different styles. Like you said, the next record is the West Coast nod, but you're going to get 13 to 16 tracks, a solid head nod, so- solid lyrics, and they're not going to skimp on any track. There's not going to be no fillers. And and also the instrumentals are going to be just as important. Yeah, I, I like that. I the um what's the name joint the Barbiturich joint mm-hmm. that has like a lot of doom wordplay. Yeah, which I like, and it it also kind of gives me like Rock Marcy vibes. The way like EP was like, "Hey yo, dude, hop in the whip prelude. The car hit the <laughs> shit quick. Yeah. Pop six quaaludes of barbiturates. Yeah. Yo, hit the strip with illicit checks. Trying to flex, roll up on a trick to solicit sex. Fuck you know about sipping the bets, cloaked out. Genuflect with your goat mouth. This mount up on the God's phallus. Rap Lord <laughs> Chalice, callous axe in a palace out in Dallas. That's very Marcy. Yeah, like, how all that slides and swings while being fly with it. You know what I mean? But and not." But then the doom part, see, baby, here's the recap on why he needs the prefab to stop the ejac when she tapped him on the kneecap. Like that's that's they, the doom they part. they're slick. They say yeah. things like "Don't catch a Dewey for the for the cops instead of DUI." Like, yeah, that, yeah, yeah.
life All complainers, all plain Gotta learn to take advice with the grain of salt Eat fish and chips up in Maine with more vinegar Then run the bending nearest chase just to drain the vault It's time for switching up your train of thought Drink a carafe and eat your J Vow to never lead your staff astray Your new goals commit to gaff a day And keep the windows to your soul with the blinds down half the way You gotta learn to stay caught up in the brash can Be the reason why all your neighbors be copping dash cams Sacrifice for a year eating mash bam So you have the necessary cash flow to smash yams Fam, he knew a nigga named Kevin Moore Looking to purchase his 11th whore Ayo, hey, we told him hit the pasha And when you get to heaven's door Make plenty sure to stay away from the 7th floor And then, um, yeah, so there's a lot of that. There's some clever wordplay. I mean, they do remind me of pen pals if you want to go in present. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's definitely present that. day with the um, it's 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 very big with the voices similar but different. And I don't even think their voices are similar or different, but I'm just going with the with the you know, layman's terms of hip hop fans. Most people would think their voices are similar but different. But there's always that thing with the with the duo, um, dilated peoples. Yeah, mm. you know what I mean? Production might be a little different. But like the different voices, one's coming at it one way, another coming at it another way. And, you know, they did the production, too. So there's there's similarities yes. there. I like yeah. that. Cool. I'll, I'll be reticent to say, like, I know about doppelgangers because of Richter. Alexander Richter does a lot of their photography. Mm -hmm. And so he would promote them a bunch. I just wanted to say that. Um, nice. We could, we could tag him in the description. Yeah. But like they like Richter's boys. Um, he does a lot of their photo shoots. And then that yeah. makes me familiar with his style, you know, with them and the cloaks. So it's like Alexander Richter yeah. photos all through their work and the cloaks. I'm not sure if it went back this far to this 2013 record, but their last maybe three or four records, Richter did the photography. Yeah, like this is, they they also give me like the, it's, I'm, I'm trying to figure out who it is. Like I, I can, when I read the lines after I, I listen to the record, I'm like, it's it's just a very, to me, like a classic revamp of new york and so when you asked like about if they came out in 2004 or 20 like i feel like this is these dudes are real students of everyone we're talking about like they would not be like oh i never listened to them i never listened yeah. to Leap brothers i never listened to camp low or cali agents i feel like it's it's really like what he says like on the sunshine joy eps like these players had freaked nick with the wire freaky horse a thick Greek chick with the tzatziki sauce. Rock Atlanta to my man Tropicana. <laughs> Get shorty corn fed, born bred out Savannah. Like that's that's like a camp low piece right there. You know what I mean? But mm. who's also like Bronx dudes. So it's like, a, yeah. I feel like they carry like the essence of New York Where are they from? fly talking city. Well, you know, they're from, not from the city. Right. They're from Middletown. Yeah, upstate yeah. New York. So they're from uh, Cage's hometown. Right, and so I what, like, where's that in reference? Like, that's up Long Island, or what's that? no? That's way up north. That's um, you going way up where there? Don Draper yeah, lives. it's where is it? It's up I'm trying Albany? to think. Oh, going that it's, way, it's west of Albany. It's about as high up as Albany, but oh, it's shit. west. Wait, oh, what's it called again? West Middletown. 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 Yeah, not Middleton. Middletown. I was just trying we to think because the geography is like because Albany's up in that top tip. See if you don't yeah. know, like the top tip of New York State is now Albany. Albany's like straight in the middle. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. And so they're yeah, they're they're um they're up there. Like it's a good so that's like two two hours up. It's at least three. Three. Ooh. Yeah, because yeah, it, it's above it's like an hour above um Woodbury Commons. Okay. I've been to Woodbury yeah. before. Yeah, yeah. That bus ride. Okay. 
So it's okay. definitely up there. So Woodbury um, Commons, you don't know nothing about that. That's the outlet, kid. That's that you outlet. Like polo some, with a yeah. with a with an ink blot on the inside tag. Five dollars. <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, I mean uh, to your point too about and see. I, okay, so I was confused in that with Tarrytown, which is where no, Don not, Draper yeah. stay. Oh yeah, um, Tarrytown is well. Tarrytown's Westchester, so that's like by train, maybe a half hour from the city. Yeah, okay, cool. So, um, so you saying that that they live that far away yeah. leads me to believe that this is not a New York City thing at all. I thought they were like right outside the city. Um, no, unless like, they come in for a weekend or something. This is not right. So this is not this, a day travel. Is, this is not like you can come into the city, hang out, and then run up. Yeah. Got you. Yeah, so yeah, then this is me as like guys that really are devoted and real students and lovers of, yeah. of New York rap. You know, yeah, like, definitely. Yeah. So, because and but again, I don't know how people flow out there, what that scene, what that vibe is like, but like that's that's how they're putting these things together. I felt like these dudes were like city walkers, you know. What I mean, even if they were on the outskirts, they would come to the city and wreck shit. But yeah, uh, yeah that I think that's kind of fascinating that that they're that far out spitting like this. this it, cool. It's very much like it's a similar. If you've ever been there, it's a similar vibe to like Poughkeepsie. It's like. Yeah. A yeah, place that was cool. once like a real nice sort of like um, factory town. Okay. Um, that fell on hard times. Right? Like mm -hmm. there used to be like some some sort of a factory there that closed down. So a lot of like the industry that was there left. A lot of the businesses that supported those industries went under. And now there's just not much there. Good talk. You know, it's like a ghost of a, a, a cool a town yeah. that was once Skeleton. really nice. Skeleton. Yeah, there's still like there's still wealthy parts. Right, but there's also like that forgotten area that was once like a a sort of robust middle class area for working people. Right. Yeah. Dude, so, dude. and now it's probably like in the process of like having people from the city buy up land and take it over, like to sort of have a vacation house. Got it. Yeah. Because th there's the on the first on Skin Yamaka when he's like, see, this is like some New York shit to me, like city yeah. shit. Where he's like. He sent her to the store for rubbers and some thugger, thugger shit. Maxim XL, Magnum XL, lifestyle, thugger fit. Yeah, damn sure to use a smugger prick. And nowadays, he only mess with tree hugger kicks. Natural type, the trimmer arm picks with shrubbers. She be getting her cosmetics from the kitchen cupboard. It's like that means Shorty's double fishing. Push it. She pushed the whip with low That's a Vermont shit. That's Vermont. He's talking about a chick from Vermont. You know what I mean? Like Burley. Yeah. Hey yo, when he's not engaged in Femdom with his friend's moms He tried to get this nigga, he to drop some N-bombs Fact toy, had to take a day to pen songs That's the only time he's in the state of Zen Kong Otherwise he told he's kinda antsy No matter where I go, I send a folder trying to pants me He sent it to the store for rubbers on some thugger shit Nah, lifestyle, snugger fits Ah, yo damn shorty, you a smugger prick You nowadays, he only mess with tree hugger chicks Natural type to trim her arm pitch with shrubbers She be getting her cosmetics from the kitchen cupboard that means that baby girl is dough efficient She puts the whips with the low emissions It's looking like a slower Christmas And a thin Hanukkah Trying to get the bread before he has a skin yarmulke Yo, blaspheme, your mother and her ass cream Same last had me smothered in my last dream Roll the dice on Jasmine Uncovered pipe trice, no Yasmine 
<laughs> you still ignore me? Thought it was a sore, but it feel a little warty. I got general warts now. I've never heard a realer story. Rather dilatory when applying his depilatory. Got a cumbersome 40 year old mad him up under his shorty, but I ain't mad at him. I told Adam and his seedy friend, who's real weedy and only bumps EDM. See me when she got a dough for a capsule around the bed, sneaking by the pole in the latch pole. Cause Santa gave him coal in a satchel, trying to hit the goal before a hole's in his natural. The shit that he really like drove me nuts with was like he got psoriasis of the liver from the 80 proof. Folliculitis makes his neck look like a baby Ruth. The truth, he needs a filling for his baby tooth. The IBS be disagreeing with Kuwaiti soups. But oh. that's your cousin Katie with the hoops. She'll tell you ladies love him like Warren Beatty in his youth. Tooth. Yes, I love that line. <laughs> yeah, I love I it. Watch like, something with Dick Tracy too. Yeah, that's that's wild. Like that's. Yeah. So I, again, like that proximity, you guys would know way more to me about out out of city New York shit. Yeah, uh, is is it is it like a? I mean, even like when Westside and Conway came out, like them being from Buffalo but still doing. Like well, Buffalo is very yeah. much a city. Yeah, yeah. Buffalo's like a big city. Some some of these other areas are a little bit more rural, and that's the big difference. Is like yeah, rural meaning like this space, lawn, even Long Island, all that city is the yeah. city. Like this, yeah, right. There's, so there's Buffalo has suburbs. Middletown yeah, literally doesn't. a lack of grass and trees yeah. in the city. There's more yeah. concrete and fencing. So like oh, yeah. to give a description, there's a park in Manhattan. It's all concrete, but that's yeah. our parks. Whereas yeah. you, in your mind, you think, oh, park is lush, is places to sit, big. No, a park is just a fenced off area. Yeah, it, mm. yeah. We turn those into parks, and that just goes to show you it's more metal and um and concrete than it yeah. is flora and fauna. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think Middletown is one of those places where it's like a, a city that pops up in the middle of nothing, nowhere. Like if you drive okay. up there, yep. all you see is like you see signs for like hostage family lawyers, you see signs <laughs> for casinos, and okay. signs for opioid addiction. Yeah, oh, that's it. That's, like my my kid goes to camp yep. up there, so like I drive up there all the time. Jesus and that's Christ. it's what you see. It's like you take seventeen, and it's the most depressing road you're ever going to be yeah, on. Poughkeepsie oh. is definitely like an old old ghost town legend yeah i remember when there was a time where poughkeepsie used to be cracking in the yeah. 80s, late 80s damn yeah yeah used to hear about it go up there and shit but nah. yeah no now now it's it's they've made it a commuter city so it's like they've it's built up, up all around the metro north train station so there's tons of yep. shit down there okay. once you go up that hill it's, it's still nice, the same nothing, nothing still. there yeah. yeah okay fair enough yeah, yeah. they enough. always try to like have little restaurants open up and shit but they always go under <laughs> metro <laughs> north station yeah. never so, planet metro so why don't we take our first break? Still, and then we'll uh, we'll come back with some more questions. Alrighty, Colin Culture. We'll be back. Stacking Chips, the new album from me, Zolaraka, and Jason Griff. It's available every place you want to get some motherfucking bangers for the car, for the gym, to annoy your kids. However you like to get down with new banging indie rap music, we got you. Stacking Chips, hosted by our good friend Laura Jones, aka Scorsese. Stacking Chips on records, crushing every single enemy. The album features everybody we know, everybody who's dope in the world, from Def C to Shrapnel to Zero Star to Solar Fire to Ace Cannon, Sketch 185, Milk, Alaska, Jesse, Andrew, and Alex Ludovico. Woo! Incredible. Grab the tape, 
grab the CD in the wooden box with the unbelievable design by Philly graffiti legend Dever. Available at insubordinaterecords.com. Long live Scorsese. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. We're back. Let's uh, dig some more into Hark by the Doppelgangers. Dig oh. some more. I know dig some more. So we've kind of bounced around on a lot of the later questions I wanted to ask. So I'm going to leave those there. But uh, Castro, you had talked about the production being very Beat Nuts-esque. And I think Zilly yeah. did as well. But how do you feel like since they produced the record, like it's a, like a wholly cohesive unit. Yeah. How do you feel like that adds to the, the album, both like sonically oh, you know- and enabling their MC? Um, those are sometimes those are um, good qualities, especially mm-hmm. if it's known. If you really get into the line of notes and you realize, oh, they did the beats too and stuff like that. But I will say it's not as dazzling as it used to be in the nineties. Yeah, you figure out who's rapping right. and who's doing beats, and well, this is the time when people are giving RZA credit. Like, yo, he raps too, like a lot. You know what I mean? And so, it's it's good to have that full full throated skill set. There's a lot of you know Zillas will produce a rapper himself. Um, I just chose not to. I just didn't know I was interested. But it's 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 cool when they do it. De La Soul, we, we figured out how much they produced. I remember it was right. a big revelation for me when I figured out how much Q-Tip produced. And all mm-hmm. that almost shit was just like a lie. It was just Q-Tip, you know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and trying to give credit to other folk. Um, the uh, so, so this reminds me of, let's say, Outkast and their production mm-hmm. anonymity. Okay. We don't know who did what. Later on, yeah, we started seeing them split off. And you knew that Big Boy did this one and Dre did that one. But at first, it was uh, um, Earth Tone Three, mm. and there was always something a little special about a cat that did they cats that did their own beats or they they were their own contained systems. You can count on them. They weren't waiting on somebody to get some beats, or they weren't waiting on like say Jay Z's waiting on Pharrell beat. There's none of that really. They're their own engine, and you know it's it's something envious about that because I, I don't make beats, so sometimes I do have to wait. So yeah, that's that's a cool part of it. I, I don't know if it enhances it, because I at this point in time, I'm listening to this record ten years later. So mm-hmm. now it's not so surprising. So yeah. maybe ten years ago it might have been a thing, but right now it's just like, you know, there's a lot of cats that do that. Yeah, uh, I found this interview they did with Passion the Voice, Shouts to Jeff, um, in 2015, and they talk about the production um, and how they both separately will do things and then bring it to each other for ideas. And then one guy will say the other, okay, maybe we should arrange it this way or take this out or, okay, maybe we should put this sample on it. And they said the same thing about the lyrics. They'll be like, oh, maybe we should make this a 12 bar instead of a 16. Mm. So then like, all right, if you start it, I'll finish it and come in with this. So it seems to be very, very collaborative. Um, And then they even said like, we have beats we love, but they don't work out and we try to rap on them. Okay. So some beats we make don't call for lyrics, which is smart. Um, and I think that's why they have a lot of beat tapes mm-hmm. because that's that's the tricky thing. When you rap and produce, you're well, trying to everything. you you try to show off sometimes in both spots. You know what I mean? So like if you're a producer only, you're like, here's the beats I make to impress other producers. Here's the beats I may make for rappers. Here's the beats I may make for my dream collabos. Like here's the Ghostface folder and the whoever folder um if you're a rapper producer you sometimes you're like well i only make beats because i can't get at producers or it's cheaper but then it's like it's hard just to pare it down mm-hmm. when you're all because you're also writing so you're like okay i want to be fly and do all this extra shit on top of the beat that's got all this shit in it you know what i mean like oh here's a guitar sample on top of four things on top of the 
So that's that's tricky sometimes when you do that, but it seems like they're a good quality control system for each other just kind of perusing this this interview about their process. So I think mm-hmm. I think it's cool that they are this insular because no one's insular. Yeah. Like no one is anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's just so many ways to collab, you know, in person, online, you know, get better singles out, better features. Like there's a lot of benefits to collaborating, right? Cross promotion and shit. So the fact that they just don't do that and I've had a 10 plus year career is pretty, pretty spectacular. You know, I don't know the difference, but um, definitely a choice involved. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think to their point, I want to give them a lot of props. The way this album is mixed and mastered and I'm listening to the deluxe or the 10 year anniversary. So I'm not sure if the original was like this, but they, they put a lot of time and money into these mixes. Like yeah. even skin Yamaka, which has like a lot of vinyl popping at the and and they kind of drop it in and out so like yeah. that's like a layered sample and then it has like a, a clip of one i'm just coughing which i think is really fun um oh yeah that's a, a little interesting song right that's me. grimy without sounding like total shit, shit yeah. and that's not like someone trying to trick me being like no nah, bro that's the wave it's like you can be grimy but like the same way stroke of death with Ghostface, that's the craziest beat ever but it doesn't sound like shit no, it's you know what I mean? It's, it's clean because it's there. Yeah. It's it's, an, it's on a mixing board with a yeah, budget, exactly. yeah. so you could still be weird and wild with it without it sounding like shitty compressed MP3s with no range. And I got to turn say, the, the, turn the that, knob up on the volume. What's shout up? out to NASA. He you know he has a board famously, and if you watch him, he'll show you online. And his stuff is very chaotic, but it's clean. Yeah, and then what you're saying, you know, right? Because really he, he has a board. He has a thirty. 30 track board he always shows it's right in the middle of his studio and shit and so i could tell um, that's cool right yeah. and and it says like i'm reading too it says like we, we mix our records but we don't master them so but we spend a lot of time in the studio you know like they they said like it would be it would be an insult to professional engineers to call us engineers yeah so like they're smart enough again to know like this is the limit this is how far we can go on our own producing all the shit digging for records writing all the songs we got to hand it off to someone else and it sounds great you know yeah, I think they all it's, sound it's great really good sounding yeah then the next album sounds really pretty too mm-hmm. like and the, the beats are very different like they're sonically different mm. it's you know it, it's sort of more it's less dust mm. it's it's more clean and crisp and sort of vibrant yeah and you know this too. Cool. I'm reading this thing about, and this is a great. Maybe we could put it like in the episode description or something. Yeah. Where they they talk about they listened because they again they lived outside of New York. They were saying like we didn't. We, he said we didn't listen to WNYU college radio. We weren't you know graffiti kids from the Bronx. We were listening to mainstream rap. Like he's like dude's like I love Puff Daddy. He's like we were listening to Top Forty. Dude was like EP said I can honestly say Adele has shaped some of my writing as much as a lot of old school rappers. So again, if you like and are more into mainstream, you're, you're going to go for a sound when you make records that sounds bigger versus, you know what I mean? Yep. Like, goal, I got to yeah. keep it real for this, you know, jagged 12 inch on a white label that's only for 40 other rappers and shit. Indeed. Agreed. So, Bow. All right. So <laughs> they have like if they didn't have a sense of humor and weren't like self, like good self-deprecating sense of humor, right. this would just be one of those like miserable underground records, right? Yes. Like of just like sad dudes. So yes. how important, like not how, how important is their sense of humor, but also like, what does it, does it make them likable or does it make you just not want to be around them? Hmm. 
I think I think it's I think it's like these are dudes that I want to hang out with because I know we'll have a good time, but then there's limits. Yeah. It's not like, okay, this is a three-day bender type of guy or yeah. type of dudes. I don't want to be around those. Like, they're fun for 20 minutes. Like, okay, I need mm-hmm. to get the fuck it. Something bad is going to happen. Someone's going to catch a felony or, like, something weird is going to go down with these dudes. Yeah. Um, I think, I think like, us just even just re- laugh and read into lyrics, you know what I mean? Like, that's very endearing. And we all know it's it's difficult to be funny. Yeah, it's really rap. Difficult. You know, and it these is. aren't punchline guys. It's not like no. you know, ludicrous saying like dad jokes or fabulous. No. So no, they're very technical. Like their exactly. skill set is super technical, and their rhyme schemes are very technical. Yeah, it, and it, we we're talking about thing. like to the and so I want you to get your point out. We're talking like to the to the edge of like um, humor and offense. That yeah, is right. that Leak Brothers, um, rest in peace, Tame One. Yes, um, yeah. Cage, like that early stuff of just saying stuff that you're listening to so you're trying to be impressed by the lyrical dexterity but also like you you um you're squeamish about what you're hearing what did he say yeah. like you know what eminem copted co-opted early in his career when he took mm-hmm. from them that whole like you, you're you're hearing lyrical dexterity so you're impressed with the wordplay and the word um and the, the way to, they're stacking the words and putting them together but they're also saying some outlandish shit yeah it was right. like a you know double double hit for good yeah they, they and they they have like a cool keith quality to them mm-hmm. where okay. it's humor in a technical verse which yes. is very difficult and i think like keith obviously like leans in that into that persona which he has for 30 years and it's all these different iterations right it's just and all those, futuristic you know? and all those iterations and all those characters but i think like they they take they they don't name drop him in this interview again this is from and this interview is from 2015 but i feel like it's a cool keith sensibility of I'm taking this seriously. These beats are banging, but what but what I'm actually saying is not the most serious thing. You know what I mean? Like, and that's and that's a cool way to go about it versus like, hey, every you know, we're just kind of like hanging out. Like, I don't know, like maybe I'll drop some bars. Eh. These guys seem like technicians that and the and the chemistry they have and the friendship they've had, apparently they've known each other since they were kids, is very apparent. You know, it's like and they're not gonna get one up. Like, and there is no drop-off. We didn't say that. It's not like the dude EP is like, oh, he's, you know, eh. but matter of fact is the star, you know, it's, yeah, now. I feel like it is neck and neck on the record. Yeah, it really is. And, and it's, it's different enough that yeah. they both stand out in their own way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Um, they have a song with Jim Jones. What the fuck? Oh, wow. Jail wait. I think he's just doing an ad libs or something. Okay. I mean, I, for me, they like strike me as the type of dudes that like when you would go back home after you moved away. Yeah. And like you would go to a party and you would see them and be like, oh, these dudes are fun. I'm gonna kick it with them for an hour. Yes. And then I'm bouncing. You know, or like you would run into them, like you crack some jokes. They're like, they're like Jay and Silent Bob in like clerks, <laughs> right? Like those dudes that like you would kick it with them for a few minutes because they're cool, but you can't get down with their whole lifestyle. Right. Yeah. That's a good call. I like that. I'm trying to find where where Jim Jinzo is on the song. It's called Jail Weight. So I think I, I didn't different. put this in the list of questions, but um do you all have like a favorite verse from the record uh let me want to take it back to old school style favorite song okay what's your favorite song it's um Uh, it's oh well oh yeah oh well's really dope that's dope yeah it's oh well by far like going into sugar on it is dope but like oh well is really yeah oh well's real dope really really well put together song yeah, it's got really good, fun lyrics to it also. 
Yeah, yeah I didn't, I didn't get to dissect the lyrics. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Terry Hatcher in the Blackberry Gatcher Bust the capillary plus her back's very fractured Dispatcher, spit a certain scary rap at her Hurtin' wary with the urinary catheter Yo, shorty tease him cause he's sallow when he's nasty But shallow to appease him when she sees the phalloplasty Who could outlast he? Brightest in the hellhole With gingivitis and bursitis in the elbow You got it bruh? You're giving me agita Peep the inner logic of Dop Semiotica A total mindfuck with plenty of erotica Shit, for nine bucks, shorty play the melodica A lot of y'all wanna type her with a cold spell Player tried to Skype her but the shit didn't bode well eh. Said it's something about the chode smell Act like he don't like her but he's tighter and just so gel It says us on the iTunes. Oh. You, you to the man? Wait, us to the man? Us, oh, I don't know. I, th- I, I thought it was just use, use the man. Use the man. Oh, yeah. Use the man is... <laughs> it's got amazing... Yeah. Yeah, like even that, that piano, it's like... It, it's That's what it tells about the baggy thong and the strong ankles. Yeah. Yeah, like that, <laughs> that song is... It has like that, arre- and it, you know that that also reminds me of like High and Mighty, on Rockus, mm-hmm. yeah. where it's scummy. It's like two friends that are scummy and you know don't have to take it too seriously, right? Yeah. And but they also know like some of this shit's based on things that have happened, and yeah. some is just like out of control. They just made it up because it's funny as fuck. But that beat has like a has like a Eastern Conference High and Mighty vibe, where it's like you know someone really big could have just taken this beat as well yeah like it would have been cool well, and that's some that's game. some onyx shit we talk yeah, about yeah yes reminds yeah. me of that like yeah. it's really cool so i yeah. like that one 
that that's the one that's got the line that you're talking about like being in the shitty like motor in yes yeah yes. <laughs> got yeah. Jin dribbling off his chin watching sinbad yeah it's watching sinbad <laughs> like that. it's chat great. roulette and pog searches when he surfs the net i'm i'm listen i'm i'm a huge sucker for any verse whether it's mine someone else's any benny any that references Pog forgotten 80s 90s shows like yeah as if this is what you do you know what mm -hmm. i mean like oh i'm sitting back watching roseanne like that yeah. you said that right now I'm like I, you win that's the best yeah, fucking it's the best uh, that, matter of fact has a great opening line on one of his verses where on that joint where he's like it's matter of fact the moocher and the future diabetic and just finished opening his 27th line of credit <laughs> Cirrhosis of the liver from the 80 proof. Folliculitis make his neck look like a baby roof. The truth, he needs a filling for his baby tooth. This IBS be disagreeing with Kuwaiti soups. But that's your cousin Katie with the hoops. To tell you ladies loving him like Warren Baby in his youth. His new recruit got the fierce pimples on her rack. And on top of that, she got the fierce pimples on her back. Yo, me, myself, I like medieval wimples on a hat. The groggy pack never coming simple on a track. In fact, it's surely that his dog rankles. From shorty with the baggy dog and them strong ankles. But ask your cousin Dawn with the cankles. She'll tell your ladies fawn from the jaw, not the bankroll. His newest troll, he cajoled on a bed. Says she went for a shed and tires with old tread. Yo, you the fan. Let the cloak blow into the can. The true surviving all some toast in the super jam. Damn. Pork and beans running through the cans. The whole double gang living in the future van. Coast to coast, they maneuver through the land. And still have the nerve to boast. Yelling now, who the man? Like, and I think what separates them from beat nuts is that B 
beat nuts were so chaotic and out of control that they wouldn't talk about lying the credit. No. <laughs> That's like a very adult thing to, to make fun of. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, like they would not a little more, of, had a way more gun talk. Yeah. Right. A lot more guns. Yeah. You know, and like it, it's like almost like wrestling compared to. This is also do. like they have a big mall up there in Middletown. <laughs> so it's like, you know, when you have that mall up there, there's always going to be somebody asking you to open up a credit card. Oh my God. Right. Yeah. So that's like the mall. You, like you might not card, have that if you're out in like Corona Queens. Yeah. Some store card. <laughs> yeah. Some, some yeah. Different. Store card. They're going to ask you, like, there's going to be a table Discover asking card. if you want to set up a Discover card and get a matching Sears card. Yes. That type of life. Uh, yeah. yeah. And you get a free Giants hoodie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Giants exactly. Hoodie. That or like today. a football phone. <laughs> oh, no. It's just a cozy. Y'all go too yeah. ham. It's just a cozy. Just a, a beer cozy. What? What are you talking about? As far as the swag you get when you sign up, back in the day, no, though, they used to no, give you like, like, a, give like, like a, a beach towel, cordless phone, shit. and shit, or a thermal, a thermos. You get a thermos, yeah, man, you get all, all sorts of shit. Yeah, branded swag. Yeah, you get laced up, man. They give yeah. you some good shit. A beach yes, towel. Yeah, you get a yeah, you get, beach towel. Get yourself like a Mastercard beach towel. Yeah, all that, man. You get the bang of shit, and then you yeah. you know twenty twenty six percent APR locked in. Oh yeah, you're locked in. You're gonna owe that for the rest of your life. That, that stereo you bought in 96, you're still that's paying stereo, for it. Ra- the rack system. Yeah. I got all the pieces. Yeah. The I got all the pieces. I got the tape player, the, the vital, and the tuner. It's got a five-disc changer. You know it. Yeah. You know, wait, re- real quick. I want to throw this in. This is a really great part of the um, the interview, which ties into their humor. So, um, shouts to, what's his name, to this interview, Pete Cilio. Pete says, you two have been friends since the fifth grade. What are some defining moments in your friendship that shaped who you've been become as artists? So matter of fact, like we fucked up in a talent show together once. That's where we got our stage presence. And EP says, one thing I'll never forget is seeing Hanson. You know, the band, the three brothers and shit. <laughs> We're the same age as the youngest one, the drummer. So what was said was, if that little dude can do it, we can do it. And a matter of fact goes, around that time, we had a friend. He said, you see this group, the three blonde chicks, handsome? Damn, those chicks look dumb good. This perv thought handsome was girls. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like that. That's amazing. The that's only time great... I seen that was something, this um, Bow Wow was really, really young. And somebody was introducing them on like a video, like all, um public access show or something. Right. He's like, oh, she's so cute. Ain't she cute? And he was like, yo, that's a little boy. Oh, yeah, I with the that. braids, and the yeah, because yeah, he had the yeah. braids and the two, yeah. two, two and, and oh he was really God. young. And the guy said, and, "And she's so cute, ain't she the cutest?" And he's just <sighs> looking around. Yeah, yo, yeah, yeah that's, that's awesome. Right. So, I there's this verse on Smag Life from Smag Life, Smag Life, where he's like, he bagged a, a, a cougar named Mabel at a Peter's Luger table, or was it a Brugger's <laughs> bagel? He knew he could include her to the stable. Shorty was pierced out from her hooters to her cooter to her, uh, through her navel. She was a looter of her cable, plus a litter bug add polluter to her label. Mm. He once saw her rammer pooter with a ladle. The old freak should have gotten neutered at the cradle. And oh. yo, she was a slower hack. She had the letters tramps. Uh, when he saw the letters tramps stamped on her lower back, it said Roe versus Wade, and the color of the text matched her lipstick in person shade. Jade. <laughs> yeah, she was a bit lofty. Word around town, she even smanged Mr. Softy. He would yep. charge her for half an icy and told her it's just the head because the shaft is for wife. It's for the wife. <laughs> I love it. I love it. The, <laughs> the shaft is for wife. That's why. amazing. Yeah. He said Roe versus Wade is a tramp stamp. That's a tramp stamp. And it matches the color of her lipstick in her purse. <laughs> That's 
like that's like ghost this is what ghosts used to do that's what i'm saying yeah like, like there's that economy of these type of things right? right in the middle of yes yeah but then have like these crazy little details that are out of control yeah like oh my god yeah it's just wonderful yeah. it's really strong writing yeah i love it so all right so let's uh let's hit this final question the the one that we always end with should this album have been bigger or do you think it should be a forgotten relic um uh, not forgotten because it's interesting because we're thinking about it and how timeless things are these days and this came yeah. out in 2013 mm-hmm. so was it not big in 2013 Would i don't know i don't remember like i don't think anything was big in 2013 articles. right yeah. well that that's the tricky part it's yeah. like they but i just remember them being like touring and yeah doing well i mean relatively speaking especially in that time when no one's Bang, fair, yeah. paying for shit or buying shit right um yeah i feel like it, it's it should definitely be more celebrated i feel like they i feel like they've been so insular and stayed only to their core i could be wrong but yeah. i feel like they only stick to the fans they have and that are locked in mm-hmm. um and cash and i alluded to briefly we did a show with them and um Squire probably like in 2017 okay yeah, I just and the show with so okay funny. oh nice and at the time Squire was like more of the main attraction mm-hmm. but when he went on last fucking the venue emptied out really they were there for doppelgangers yeah yes so they got their, um, their people yeah now what i thought was dope and makes a lot of sense reading these interview with them is like their dj in between sets was playing like all new york coke rap he was playing french montana chinks drugs okay. max b it was the music in between sets and afterwards was fucking bumping. I was like, nice. this is great. I don't want to hear Black Moon. I don't want to hear fucking KRS-One. I don't want to hear Smith and... I heard all them yeah. in a million rap shows. I want to hear Coke Wave shit. Like, this is yeah. what I want to get into with these guys. And so when I saw them do their shit, I was like, oh, they're more technicians. They came out with the cloaks. Everyone knew their lyrics. And then when Squire went on at the end, it was like... Yeah, it was very anti Like, wow. they blew him out of the frame so yeah. i don't know if they were taking turns headlining but i felt that that day i was like oh like the, and that was my first impression i'm like oh these dudes they brought the people like everyone was paying money mm-hmm. to watch them so yeah it is it's it appears as though they do well um I'm, which is cool to see i'm yeah. just hoping that uh I, I just think I wish they were more discussions. Like if you didn't if you didn't bring this up I would have never listened to it. That's what I'm saying. Like it, it, it seems like they're kind of forgotten. Yeah. Yeah. um but they've done a lot i'm like looking at all their yeah, studios they're still doing shit movies. you know so it's like maybe they're not like like you said they're in their bubble yes and they're comfortable there and they're not really trying to break out i don't know yeah it's like you know what i i feel like what would help them potentially would be if they and again i don't think they need it but i feel like if yeah. they had a label that mm-hmm. um that specialized in more of the marketing side yeah. I feel like if they were just could be marketed to more folks, and I don't mean like being on Atlantic Records or something, but no. if they if they could just be in more conversations in general, because they're nasty. They're really nasty. You know I mean, like they're really, really talented. And I feel like they just don't and maybe don't give a fuck. They don't care about the clout or credit, which is cool. But yeah. Yeah. It would be dope if they were on cash, like if they were on like dope recordings, for example. Right. Oh yeah. I mean that I would be a fervor. I appreciate them keeping up the tradition of the duos, considering yeah. you know I'm in a duo myself, and you know that that's it's good to see people still carrying the torch the proper way. 
Um, but yeah, I think they're just they must be in their own bubble. I mean, who knows? I don't know their numbers. I'm not yeah. in their pockets. No, but they definitely don't um look for the cosign. Um, something we noticed, we looked all through their catalog. They don't have any features really. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't. They might collab otherwise. They might feature on other people's stuff, but they definitely don't have people feature on their stuff. They do a yeah, lot of beats, I, but I'm not aware of them producing for anybody else. Yeah, I know they like they kind of hung out with like some of like the Albany dudes that I know, but other than that, I don't really know. And I mean, like, it even, says even this, people choose not to collaborate with something. Yeah, like yeah. That. Even like this Jim Jones feature they had, it's just him talking shit at the end of a song. It's not even like right. he's barring out. Right. So that's more just like paying him to talk. It's not even a feature type of thing, you know. Um, what do you think, Alaska? What, what's your vibe? I mean, I, I I've been listening to it for ten years, so I, I I think it should be a much bigger album than it is, at least in the discussion. Like I said, I don't know how how it's sold. I don't know anything like that. Um, but I feel like it should be an album that's discussed much more. Yeah. You know, like I totally, th- I totally agree. Yeah. So it, it to me it's a classic record. Like apparently they have a song placed on Ray Donovan. Oh wow. So again, like how how these guys are moving seems to keep them afloat. Whether yeah. or not, you know, outside of the bubble is aware of it, checking for it. But like put it way, if I if I was now at a record store and saw this vinyl, I would grab it. Yeah. I would I would want to own this shit. Yeah, yeah. I was just looking really on their cool Bandcamp. They have it uh, on sale on their Bandcamp. So. Oh, sick! All right, yeah. I'm like, I might there. I'll, I'll throw a link to that in the okay, but program yeah, notes. I'll, I'll put a link for the the Passion the Voice interview. It's yeah. really cool. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Boom. There it is. Ooh. We out right, here. Let one me one. just grab that before I close this out. Oh, okay. they even asked, and they said, "Do you, do you have a lot of artists seeking you out for beats?" And they just say, "No." Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, I mean, they might just be like location. They might be like sort of isolated on a, on a middle town Island, hmm. but. Oh, and yeah, he said, they know. said, um, it might be EP's, self-imposed exile. Well, yeah, he said, be. he said, I think there's an initial sense that there's something a little off about us because of our subject matter and imagery. I don't fault anybody for it, but that's why we're doing some instrumental projects. We want people to know us for beats. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. That's pretty that's good. important to them. That's the yeah. nuts. So it's, it's important to them. Mm-hmm. To maintain that, you know, not. And I, I was saying dilated. There's a lot of production that comes from dilated themselves. True. All the other yeah. artists. Babu, man. Babu's a great producer. Outcast, De La. If you mm. really, really dig into the, the the fossil and the blueprint work of certain peoples, yeah. you'll find out that they did their own beats for a certain reason. Um, De La specifically, even going from Pink Spall to themselves. So that that that's what it seems like the is the... Uh, the lineage of the doppelgangers they seem like. yeah yeah i mean they have like you know they got a giant merch store they got so they're doing all right i guess right you know yeah. which is good to good to see um it's kind of interesting too because when we've been doing these um blind blind spot episodes mm-hmm. there's nothing to talk about for most of the artists like what they're doing now right you know what i mean like we can include links to their their updated well also like the, the period of time we pick sometimes these guys have you know had their time yeah they have, yeah right? with blase yeah. blase in yeah. particular that one yeah but. Mm-hmm. but no I, I mean and i think later on we'll have episodes where it's like i want us to get to like an album we've just felt like we just didn't have the time to dive into yeah. for, for whatever reason um, yeah it doesn't always necessarily have to be somebody that has disappeared but no yeah totally but that could be the beginning of the end most of the time yeah they have these albums that people just kind of um timing yeah. you know like i was uh, the other day just looking at the how many people actually got up on 9-11 and went and bought jay-z's album 
Like yeah, they, right. People still did that. It was like eight hundred thousand or six hundred, yeah, something like yeah. that. Like that many people still got up out their crib, was it transfixed to the TV like sure. all day, like a lot of other people yeah. across the nation. Still went got their Jay Z. Had to hit the blueprint yeah. and then went back home. Yeah, I mean, I guess like home. we were in New York, so like the world stopped for us. Right. I was in I was in Philly. But yeah, okay, yeah. But, but like no, but I had I was trying to contact people all day. Yeah. You know? I'm I'm thinking like where are people even gonna go shopping? Everything was closed. It's, but that's like I know people with this one little city perspective. Like yeah, that shit was yeah. closed, me. Everything was closed. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. that's true. Too that yeah. true that so people found some way to go. Yeah, you couldn't even get on the subway. Yep. Like the subways weren't running and shit. So that's it's crazy. like but if you're in Minneapolis, you're like, oh, go to the fucking yeah. first first Ave or whatever the yeah. The Prime Series record shop is. Yes, that's it's crazy. Just that's shit. isn't that just crazy yeah. to think about though? Yeah, yeah. but um, shit's bugged. Bong. Yeah. So the world still spins and the blind still spots. Indeed. Thank y'all. Really? Call out cultists. Our you know wonderful patreons, our wonderful fans. Leave a comment on iTunes. Check us out on all platforms and forums. Yeah. And we'll be back next week, same cult time, same cult channel. Cult Indeed. out. <laughs> Cult out. Cult out. And uh, you guys want to promote anything? Oh, uh, yeah. today, whenever this airs, but today when we recorded, this is the one year anniversary of Don't Wait for Me to Leave by nice. for me and Andrew. So we had the, uh, we lowered the prices on Bandcamp Day. I just kept them down because the album's been out. I want people to grab it. The, the tapes, the flyest tapes in the world, man, we put them in the cigarette boxes. I would strongly recommend getting that tape. There's a few of those left. Mm. Um, but the vinyl, we, we lower the price for the party people. It's out there. The CDs. So shouts to everybody fucking with that. And then um, like I said, 96 mentality wax autographed. I got a couple of those left. And then um stacking chips. Stacking chips on record. Pine box. Yeah. yeah, we got the CDs, the pine box is ill. Um shouts to that YouTube show. Um Secret House Against. They left a fantastic review. If you're on my email blast, I put a link to it. Um it's a fan. Alaska it's did very rare. with them. I gotta get it yeah. with them. It's very rare when people review your record and they nail it. They they yeah. understand every inch of the other record. That's very 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 rare. So yeah. shouts to those, those cats and they 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 fuck with the pod. So that's cool. Yeah. That's all I got. That's what's up. Yeah, those dudes are cool as shit. Uh, uh, Shrapnel will be going on tour late November, late October into November with the one and only Rich Jones, going from the Northeast down to the Midwest. A few dates in between. So, you know, come out and see the kids. Yeah. We'll have vinyl on deck, some metal on, some little Robert Huttons. Get them signed, get them bought. Get them out of my hands. We don't need them. Um, and that's about it. We, uh, Alaska, you got some stuff, right? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, we still have a couple copies left of the vinyl for uh, Structural Dynamics of Flow. You can get it on the Bandcamp. Um, and then Ray West and I will be having some announcements very soon. Wow. about our project that's dropping and uh yeah we'll uh have some more information for y'all soon on all of that stuff mm-hmm. so no doubt. yeah well, and, depending uh, on when this drops up there i'm an hammer record is imminent mm-hmm. i got myself a little 16 on there nice with one of my idols jungle pussy nice so um please look out for that and support that album and that song Hell yeah. A-H. All right, y'all. We will talk to you next week. Thank you for joining us. 
as always, and thank you for Shabam, Shablau, Shapis. Box out. <sighs> <sighs>